here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only. Plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Sammy, Becky, do you mind if I ask you a question from the WWE Universe? We got a question in the I comments. I don't want to talk to anyone from the WWE Universe because they let us down tonight. What was the snapping? We told them to snap. It's Becky's birthday. It threw me off my game. I'm sorry. They didn't I let am us sorry. Down. You didn't stick to the play. You didn't tag in. You wouldn't tag I in. I tried to tag and he threw me across the ring. You're the man that beat Braun Strowman. I beat him, sure, but oh, that's before. besides the point. I, it's not my fault, and it's certainly not your not your fault. You were amazing out there. Seriously, that was the Becky I've been trying to get out of you this whole time. I, I, I felt the confidence, but it's the WWE Universe that let us down. We told them to snap. It's her birthday. It's her birthday. Sorry, snap birthday. along with us. And they didn't, and I'm sorry it threw me off my game. We spent a lot of time strategizing, and it was going great until the WWE Universe. No, oh. Some no, people no. made the point that some people can't snap. Oh, maybe, maybe we, maybe oh, we didn't. Fooey. Maybe we, uh, maybe it was on us. Well, the WWE Universe did ask if you guys went into tonight on the same page. I thought we had. I yeah. thought we had the plan. Do you know how much we strategized? We watched tape together. We ate her cake together. Maybe Ooh. that was the problem. Oh, maybe we ate cake. too much cake. Maybe it was. Maybe there was something in, sluggish out that there. That was probably it. The that cake. was probably it. Was the cake, cake. and maybe the from? WWE universe a little bit too, right? But the no. cake mainly, probably mainly, the cake. Local, local place, Philly bakery, typical. But I, I blame the cake. I'm sorry, Becky. I'm done. Oh my birthday! It's okay. it's okay. Next year. Robin McCarran. He is sounding off, drunk, in the middle of the road in a snowstorm, wherever he is. Jeff Hawkins. They give him a big middle finger! <laughs> You're listening to Shake Them Ropes with Robin McCarran and Jeff Hawkins. I honestly would have rather gotten a DUI tonight. Wow. Shake Them Ropes. Both members... Back from Philadelphia, alive, happy, excited to talk about four days worth of wrestling. I I enjoyed it so much. I'm gonna bring back an old uh, old gimmick, Rob. Uh oh. Three, two, one. You're not enough for me. Whoa! Just another man in love with me. Just another man. Hey, gotta open up your eyes and see. Oh well. You're not enough for me, yay, yay. And I could go to the first verse, but I'm not going to. But I am singing a verse of the returning Michelle McCool to the Women's Rumble. Ah, uh, you know, ordinarily I'd start off with what was the best thing you saw this week in WWE. But if your answer Two days is not, worth. if you're not, if your answer is not Gargano and almost, you are objectively wrong. So we will continue. Uh, I will say, ask you this then. Over the four days, who won the week? Ooh, over the four days, because that's a tough one, because it could be Johnny Gargano and Andrade Almas. 
who only works Saturday. Uh, in Almas's case, he works Saturday and Sunday. I, I don't necessarily think there was anything on Monday that uh, would have caused anyone to win the week. And I don't think there was anything on Tuesday that would have caused anyone to win the week, except uh, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it at the start of our show. Uh, did you see this backstage segment with Sami Zayn and Becky Lynch after they <laughs> oh, lost? Where they ate too much cake? Where, where, they, they, the where cake? they explained they found out their problem with Mixed Match Challenge was the fact that they ate too much birthday cake. <laughs> and, and Becky just loses it at the end. She I, just can't control oh, she's, herself. She's so, because it was great. I am going to play. I hope it comes across on audio as much as it did audio and video. I am going to start the show this week with that. Of all the things, of all the things that happened this weekend with the women's rumble, the men's rumble, uh, the the NXT championship matches, and then Raw and SmackDown as we head into Fastlane and Elimination Chamber. Of all the things, I'm going to start this show with that mm-hmm. Becky Lynch and Sami Zayn explanation for why they lost the Mixed Match Challenge. That's how it's going to happen. That's how Shake Them Ropes starts, everybody. This is Shake Them Ropes, episode 252. Follow us on Twitter, at Shake Them Ropes for myself, at Crap Game 13 for Jeff. Watch us, uh, not watch us, but listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Voices of Wrestling, Audio Boom. And uh, if you catch us on the old iTunes machine, uh, go right now and leave a, uh, a rating and review. Help us out there. Help new audiences find Shake Them Ropes. As we head into the final episode of Shake Them Ropes, eventually, I don't know if that's going to be next week, next year, two years from now, 15 years from now. Jeff, are we going to do this show 15 years from now? Probably not. Probably not. Why are you leaving me? I will eventually die someday, Rob. Oh, wow. It'll be due to lack of sleep. Are you giving yourself less than 15 years? Is that what I'm hearing right now? I wake up at two in the morning every day, sometimes after four hours of sleep. You do. It's. It's it's burning the candle at both ends, right? Uh, and and then you know you work with a, a an East Coaster here who's making you record at seven o'clock for a show that mm-hmm. you want to have go at least ninety minutes. I just want to talk a lot about this, and you're wasting my time. So let's do this. Ooh, am I wasting your time, or is this the banter that the audience needs? Well, well, as as uh, as uh, listeners, I almost said viewers. Uh, no, uh, we stayed together during, uh, during takeover. We, did, we were Airbnb. roommates. We were roommates. Yeah. And, and during the night, uh, we cuddled and I crammed a hat down your throat. That's right. I have officially eaten the hat. Uh, we well, didn't get video you on it. Force, you were force fed. I was force fed a hat. It did not taste very good. Um, well, I, it was very dark in the room too. For all I know, it was not a hat. It better have been a hat. Not going there. Continue. That's good. That's good that you're not going there. Uh, yes, we were in. Uh, we were in the rough downtown area of Philadelphia, PA. Oh, we were not in the. We were in the starting to become gentrified area of Fishtown. Yeah, we were in Bobby Fish's hometown. I was not yeah. expecting to be staying in Bobby Fish's hometown in Philadelphia. Uh, so that was very interesting. That was very cool. Um, in Bobby Fishtown. Uh, let's see. I got there. Late Saturday afternoon, you had been there for a while. When I arrived in Philadelphia, you were already wasted. Yeah. Well, I I, uh, I went to watch UVA Duke with the Virginia Club of Philadelphia and my best friend from college, and that mm-hmm. was a fun time. Yes, and uh, Virginia did well, and the, mm-hmm. the better Virginia did, the better Jeff got at drinking alcohol. Uh, well, so <laughs> I don't know about better, actually. I don't know about mm-hmm. better at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you certainly did get drunk. 
so yeah, I, the first text I got, the first tweet I got when I arrived in Philadelphia was, is Jeff drunk already? And I had to uh, be honest and say yes. How would you know? You weren't around. Huh? How would uh, you know you weren't I, there? I heard, I heard the Jeff Hawkins voice as I was trying to get into uh, <laughs> the rough building in South Central Philadelphia. Well, my friend Quincy says, hey, I'm going to brunch. Yeah. And that's two and a half hours, three before the game. And so he's yep. drinking. Oh, yeah. And I'm drinking. Yeah, okay, great. I, 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 I regret nothing. <laughs> You regret nothing. That's good. Don't regret anything. Why would you regret anything? Um, nothing to regret there. So yes, uh, very fun start. Uh, I drove uh, from North Central Indiana to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Did that on uh, late Friday night to Saturday. Uh, you had been there for a little bit. You would watch some basketball. But by the time we both got there and we were both in Philadelphia, the first adventure we had was NXT TakeOver Philadelphia at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Jeff, this is the best show I've ever been to live in my life. Is is that, are you being snarky or sarcastic or is this true? Um, well, up until Sunday, it had been the best WWE show I'd been to. Eh, not really. At WrestleMania 22 for me, as far as WWE shows that I've been to live, WrestleMania 22 was my favorite one uh, in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, NXT TakeOver was great. Um, it had great live moments between the Dreams 30-second knockout bid, uh, obviously the main event match, um, and then the return of TM61, the Roderick Strong-Tyler Bate match that people finally get to see tonight as we Mm -hmm. record this Wednesday night. Uh, Top to bottom, there was not a bad match on that TakeOver show, and there was you know, potentially a WWE match of the year candidate. We talk about how in 2017, there weren't that many, you know, big, huge, like that's an all-time classic match. You know, you have to go back to Royal Rumble for John Cena, AJ Styles uh, to really find like, hey, big time classic match that you remember for a long time. Uh, This Johnny Gargano-Andrade almost match. And you go back to talking about who won the weekend or who won the week. Johnny Gargano was great. I don't want people to forget about Andrade Almas. This guy has been an MVP on NXT for over a year, starting back from the Andrade Almas Roderick Strong match, you know, ever since he he was having some good stuff when he was doing the the failed babyface run. But ever since the Selena Vega uh, debut and ever since he's been turning more heelish, this Andrade Almas has been the most consistent MVP of NXT. I don't want people to forget about him. Both people in that main event were fantastic. Overall, before we get into each match, yes, this was one of the best wrestling shows, top to bottom, moments-wise, match-wise, whatever, environment-wise, uh, one of the best shows I've been to. Yes. Um, it, it ranks up there with the NXT Dallas show I went to uh, quite a bit, and even NXT Sacramento, that kind of the first attempt to do a live show during a Mania weekend. Uh, but this crowd, hot start to finish. And I'll tell you something, the Heyman video, after watching it on uh, TV, because I got up early Sunday and watched NXT to, to, because I thought the broadcast would have would show me a few, a few small things I had missed and would actually enhance my opinion of the show, and I was correct on that. But this Heyman video really set the stage and set the tone for the night, because you could just imagine if ECW in a different era had been successful. This is the kind of thing Heyman would be running. So oh, sure. kind of giving yeah. his blessing in the city, 
and and stuff like that. But yes, definitely, you know, that NXT Dallas crowd was really, really hot, but there was some sort of edge to this one. Just starting even from the dark matches of, you know, Nikki Cross and Lacey Evans, which people got to see tonight. I mean, all three matches got to, all three dark matches um, were shown today, NXT, which I, I just watched. And they're all fantastic in their own way as well. Yeah, and, and watch this NXT episode, everybody. Uh, the TM61 return against the Ely Brothers. The Nikki mm-hmm. Cross match. The main event, Roderick Strong versus Tyler Bate. Uh, what an interesting week, too, for Roderick Strong and Tyler Bate, because not only yeah. were these guys wrestling this match for the number one contender to the UK title, but both participants are now in the newly uh, announced Cruiserweight Championship tournament that's, kind of, that's uh, going to culminate two months from now at WrestleMania. Uh, Roderick Strong in that, Tyler Bate, of course, losing the first round match, but Roderick Strong in it. Um, very interesting time for Roderick Strong and Tyler Bate. Well, I'll, I'll get into this a little bit when we go into Rumble, but it, it's also a, a night and day thing where Tyler Bate is just the, was this huge star during that Roddy match. And he comes out and he has a great match with TJP during the 205 Live show on Tuesday mm-hmm. to a much different crowd of almost silence at times. And it's just, it's remarkable. And I'll kind of go into that when we talk about uh, these two crowds because they're both good in their own way, but they are very, very different. I want to I want to begin the show with a couple of announcements. Um, we had been running a Royal Rumble pool. Uh, we had the men's Royal Rumble and we had the women's Royal Rumble. We had run the Royal Rumble pool at Shake Them Ropes. Thank you for everybody who participated in it. It was free to enter, uh, so it was you know for fun this year instead of for enormous cash prizes. I bet our winners are not super happy that it was not for enormous cash prizes this year, as they were the victors. Uh, we had B Megs um, frequent engager on the uh, Twitter feed. Uh, B-Megs won the men's Royal Rumble uh, pool. Um, I believe he had spot number 14. That was Shinsuke Nakamura at, at 14, I want to say. Um, so a uh, a wacky spot, you know, a guy who came in not before half of the participants were even in it. Shinsuke went a pretty good amount of time. So congratulations to B-Megs. Uh, and then David underscore Mora 10 was our champion in the women's Royal Rumble pool as he was the lucky person coming in at number 25 to get Asuka, who was the champion of the women's Royal Rumble. So congratulations to the winners there. Uh, You can uh, all listeners celebrate with them, celebrate with them. They were the champions, no cash prizes. We'll still see. We'll see if I come up with something for a prize. I don't know. Your prize may be this shout out on this very show. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Uh, this is definitely a show where I'm going to lose my voice, Jeff, just to let you know. Okay. Well, I'm coming down with a cold because of my shuttle from the airport. So we'll both lose it together. Let's you uh, from the airport. So you made it, uh, you made it almost all the way through and then just got sick at the very end. I'm getting no. Well, on the, on the shuttle from the airport, it mm-hmm. was full. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I had, and I had people coughing. At, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just go, Oh damn it. Yeah. I'm going to get it now. <laughs> you're you're going to get it now. It's going to happen. I'm going to get sick. Uh, the wife's sick right now, so I'm going to get it pretty soon. Cold and flu season, man. It's tearing people up this year. It is tearing people up. We had uh, not too long ago, a couple of months ago, was it that a whole bunch of WWE wrestlers got sick? You know, Bray Wyatt yeah. had to cancel out of a pay-per-view match. I'm surprised that doesn't happen more often, to be Spinal meningitis. Let's get to the NXT show. Can we, please? We're going to get to the NXT show. NXT show. Uh, Jeff is uh, Jeff is ready. He's cooking. He's getting he's getting ready for this show. But before we get to the NXT show, got to tell you about some cooking being done 
by the folks who are subscribing to Blue Apron, the leading meal kit delivery service in the U.S. While many of you know what Blue Apron does, you may not know about the types of meals you can eat when you cook with Blue Apron, and it's about time you get ready for some of these meals. Uh, Jeff and I, we've been members of Blue Apron now for years. Uh, I got a couple of meals coming right now. I'm excited because it's Valentine's Day coming up. If you are hearing about that for the first time, you might be in trouble, but I have a way for you to save your Valentine's Day. That's by signing up for Blue Apron. Show your significant other that not only do you care, not only are you ready for Valentine's Day, but you are going to cook for them. You are going to have great food. You, you don't have to go out for a, for a great Valentine's Day dinner. You can do it right from home, Jeff. Like you, I think people don't realize that the more effort you put in, you know, make your dinner, make it special at home. That's perfectly okay. I don't think you have to go out for Valentine's Day dinner. You can stay home. Am I wrong in this? I've never had a girlfriend during Valentine's Day, so I wouldn't know. How do you get away with that? Being generally unlikable. Oh, no, that's not true. <laughs> Continue well, with the well we're giving you ideas here because the week of Valentine's Day, if you sign up right now, you can get strip steak and potatoes with spicy maple collard greens. You are going to make a restaurant quality meal right from home. They give you all the ingredients to do so, all the instructions to do so. You'll feel better about not only the food you eat, but the effort you put in. Spicy chicken and stir-fried vegetables with jasmine rice. That's on the menu coming up. Try all these meals. I know I'm going to be uh, with Blue Apron. And right now, Blue Apron is treating Shake Them Ropes listeners to $30 off your first order if you visit blueapron.com slash shake. That's blueapron.com slash shake. Check out this week's menu and get your $30 off at blueapron.com slash shake. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. Get on it. I'm telling you, Valentine's Day, significant others will be happy. Try yeah, it right you want to know why you want to know why I don't have a girlfriend during Valentine's Day is because they want to go to like wineries and I want to go to wrestling in Philadelphia. So uh, I know it. I don't know how I got away with it. I really don't know how I got away with it. Uh, that was probably the last trip I'm ever going to get to do. Uh, <laughs> oh, you'll get along with my ten year old son. Right. Well, <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of, uh, just to uh, short a very short segment of the news before we get to NXT Takeover because there's a lot from this weekend to talk about. Uh, WrestleMania 35 next year apparently is going to happen for MetLife Stadium in New York. Pass. Yeah, I am not going to do that one. Not going to do that one. I, I think people like it who went to the MetLife Stadium one last year. I think the last one was what? John Cena or The Rock? I think John yeah. Cena or The Rock was the main event of that show. Um, so, yeah, you're getting another chance to go to the New York, New Jersey area for WrestleMania 35 next year. Um, Jeff, NXT TakeOver. Oh, wait, one more piece of news. Uh, both Jeremy Bo Jeremy Borash is with uh, WWE now. I think that's a great hire. Yeah, Ethan Carter III uh, is with NXT. It's a TNA invasion. Rockstar Spud. Rockstar Spud is the new general manager of 205 Live. Bobby Lashley is coming in soon. Um, maybe holding that guy out till the uh, Raw after WrestleMania. I think so. Yep. Uh, that, that, this would have been a cool gimmick had we thought about it beforehand. Obviously we needed to talk about the show, so we can't do it this way, but, uh, so far we've interrupted NXT takeover like three times. If we just kept pushing it to the back no, like, let's before we talk about this takeover, we have the Royal rumble to talk about before we have this, we have Alexa bliss and Braun Strowman to talk about. You're already doing enough of that. Naturally. I am. I am NXT takeover, Jeff. Okay. Tell the people about it. It was an awesome show. Uh, I it thought we were awesome. going to go match by match. Uh, we, we, uh, we are, but overall thoughts, uh, awesome show. 
What were you most looking forward to going into it? Uh, I told you this. I, the almas Gargano match, I think, was was tops amongst yes. all of it. I mean, it had to be. It had to because be. you wanted to see, you wanted to see how smooth these two guys would be together because they'd both been having great matches, almost since even debuting against Oni Lorkin of all of uh, in a dark in the dark match at NXT Dallas, and you know Gargano's just been on this on this huge huge run. So you want, and of course, you wanted to see it. Will Champa show up? And he did. And he did. Uh, we also talked about last week in our preview show uh, that we were we were strangely excited for this Ember Moon Shayna Baszler because I thought the, the promos and the uh, build up to this match was very well done. Uh, how did Ember Moon Shayna Baszler deliver for you? It it delivered. It um I thought we were gonna go in order. Um <laughs> Well we can we can. I just I, I thought about this because I we were both excited about this one. Like maybe not in the same yeah. way of Gargano and Almas. Um Okay, I'll give you my thoughts on this one. Number one, Ember Moon live. Um I, you missed I missed some of the subtleties because I thought that there were two people who were very underrated in terms of the post talk after the show. Mm-hmm. One of them was Ember Moon. And so, Ember Moon's yeah acting in this match and her reactions and stuff was fantastic. The, the the thing I would, would compare this match to this would have been an Oscar Bailey match. If Bailey had actually pulled out a win against Oscar in one of those two big matches in takeover where she kind of sneaks the win and survives, mm-hmm. but Shayna dominates. I thought it was perfect. Um, in, in that kind of sense where Shayna, the bully gets a bit arrogant in her first big match, thinks she has the win all of a sudden gets a, flash roll up pin and, and, uh, and loses. I thought this was, and, but ends up hurting Ember moon in the process and has, and that that's a storyline that continues throughout the weekend as Ember goes on to the Royal rumble with a hurt arm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, no, I, I, I really, I thought this match did better than I expected it to, because I thought, I thought Shayna might look, this is the biggest match of her career. Oh yeah. For uh, sure. Easy. Biggest biggest crowd she's ever had to work in front of and she delivered and i thought maybe the moment might get ahead of her but it didn't i mean biggest crowd well no i don't even think she's had a ufc crowd this big she may have did she ever actually um, fight in the ufc like at a big ufc show at at ultimate fighter yeah i I think okay that was probably the biggest uh ufc show because i mean it was a lot of and uh, i think she was on a pre i think she was on a couple of prelim fights yeah too but uh you know that's when the stadium's <laughs> at 205 live capacity so uh yeah no that those are my th- thoughts on ember moon so, uh, shana baszler it looks like uh a couple of uh showtime those show xc fights uh she was okay. on um she actually fought cyborg in elite xc uh okay, which then was she's had a crowd that big i mean yeah. But it's a different, it's a different sport. Oh, too, certainly you know? different, cer- different advice. She fought on UFC 171 against Betch Correa. Mm-hmm. She actually had bigger fights than I would have thought. That was a, uh, oh, this very going down the Shayna Baszler rabbit hole. Oh, anyway. Um, yeah, she was third from the top on a main card at UFC 177. Good for her. Good for Shayna. But now she's in uh, WWE. Um, her counterpart 
Ronda Rousey in, is in WWE. We'll talk about Ron, that more. We got a lot to get to. Stay focused here. I'm trying you? to stay focused. This is uh, my uh, very, very tired. Very, very tired. I don't think I've recovered yet from the uh, driving. Okay, the undisputed era. Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly defeated the Authors of Pain. Akam and <laughs> with Paul Ellering. <laughs> they did. Akam and Rezar. Uh, Akam and Rezar. Either one of them should beat Brock. <laughs> okay, I thought Akam got all the praise he deserved after this. Cause that selling of the knee was fantastic. It was great. I mean, this match 15 minutes live was, uh, this, was very this, well done. This over delivered this yes. over delivered for me. Um, Kyle O'Reilly is, is getting some subtle heelisms, like playing the guitar with the belt on the way down, which is nice. But Bobby fish is the other guy I thought was very under talked about, uh, coming out of this because I think his, his screaming heel in peril, act is fantastic yeah it really add, i didn't think bobby fish would be this good in nxt but i'm i'm enjoying just him you know even on the apron come on kyle come on i mean that's so great it's so it, it reminded me a lot of a tully and arn versus the road warriors type of match where two guys are are much smaller than the big bodybuilder types but mm-hmm. they somehow find a way to get a limb sure and then and attack it and get there but man i, I really liked this match a lot are we ready or maybe we've been here already? Um, Akam and Rezar, authors of pain, a very good tag team. Yes. I mean, they're, they could go with anybody at this point. They've gone with Gargano and Champa. They've gone with the undisputed era. They've gone with these small guys. They're going to start seeing bigger guys on the main roster. Once they get there, sometimes guys who are bigger than them. If you put them on SmackDown, they're going to be going up against, you know, the big E types who's about their size. They're going to be going up against the Luke Harpers and the Rowans who are bigger than them. Um, I, I think they're ready. I think they're ready to be going up against all the different tag teams that you have in, I, uh, in WWE. Yeah, I think they're ready, but I think, okay. I said last week on the preview show that this should be the send off. I disagree. We got to wait till after mania, let them show up on Monday or Tuesday after mania, but at NXT takeover, new Orleans, give me the war machine match. Yeah. I just have them send out, you know, put over the new stars in the division on their way out. Give me War Machine versus Akam and Razor. I'm with you on that one because I, I don't want them to bring up a new tag team in the two months build up to WrestleMania when there's already too many tag teams for one spot. You know what I mean? Uh, let them let them just sulk in NXT on their loss and then challenge the new star team. Like, yeah, yeah, we lost this one, but War Machine, you're not coming in. This is our spot still. And then have them lose to War Machine uh, and whatever they end up uh, going to be called. Uh, that was okay. your opener, 14 minutes. Uh, Velveteen Dream Cassius Ono. Velveteen Dream in a promo that uh, did go out on the main feed. Uh, thought it could have been just something for the live crowd to kind of get the crowd into it. But Velveteen Dream promised that he would knock out the knockout artist in 30 seconds. Well, sir, this match went more than 30 seconds. But that first 30 seconds of this match was super fun and got the crowd fully invested in this Velveteen Dream Cassius Ono match. To the point where Philadelphia was booing Cassius Ono when he wasn't knocked out. <laughs> yeah, there was something on here, and I, I've watched it a couple times, and I, I think it's correct. But I'm going to put it to you that people didn't notice. They were wondering why Velveteen Dream was stalling on on a cover. And to me, it looked like Velveteen Dream, when he was doing his celebration, he was trying to count to 10 Correct. like a boxing referee. Oh, would. on the knockout? Yes, he wasn't trying that, to pin yeah. Cassius Ono. The whole point exactly. was 
He wanted it to be over in 30 seconds with a knockout. He thought he had knocked him out. He was doing the 10 count, trying to get the okay. ref to count 10, and he was celebrating the knockout. Yeah. Why I would he cover? That, I don't know. I heard a couple of reviews where it was like, well, why didn't he cover him right there? I go, look at him. He's counting. He's jumping up and down and counting to 10. If you were That's wondering what's the referee to do. Absolutely. If you were wondering why Velveteen Dream wasn't countering after that shot, then you missed the entire point of that opening 30 seconds. You missed the mm-hmm. entire point. You just missed it. And that's okay. You missed it. But don't criticize it for that. It, it was done perfectly. You just missed it. Um, um, you can give a lot of criticism to, or not a lot. Well, you can you, give criticism you, to the rest. Well, you can nitpick Velveteen Dream here because he wasn't exactly smooth. He wasn't crisp. Um, he, was, he wasn't crisp. That works, that works against, oh yeah, potential is there. That works against a guy like Alistair Black. It does not work against a guy like Cash Asona. No, and and it... Uh, you know, it says a lot about Cassius Ono that he that he kept leading him through uh, the match like this. He took great care of him, I thought, because um, you could tell it, it the uh, adrenaline was getting a little bit to to uh, to Velveteen Dream. Yeah, speeding up. He and, was excited. He, he was very excited. He loved the rush of the crowd, and it kind of got his pace going. And, and Ono kind of had to slow him down at times. Say, "Hey, kid." Let's do this. So, you know what? I give up. And I don't fault the kid for that. I mean, I guess I'm being very forgiving because I was there live. I mean, I'm tr- and I'll do that later for the rumbles. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't even watch it on TV because I didn't want the commentary to ruin my enjoyment <laughs> of this show. Sure. I, I'm honest. I mean, but, you know, he there's potential there. He just needs to smooth things. And, you know, since NXT and the PC are more of a finishing school, man, I'd send him away for a year, bring him back, you know, and, and then he'd really be crisp and he could use all these athletic things. Cause, um, you know, I, I don't know if that's going to improve to the point where he's going to be a great worker, but he's still going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Velveteen dream. He's getting the character. I mean, he's only been on WWE TV as this Velveteen dream character for less than a year. Right. It's still really new. Um, but yeah, the crowd was into this match. They were, they were behind Velveteen dream. Uh, he won the crowd over in that Alistair black match. This guy mm-hmm. has a presence to him. Uh, he definitely has the look. He's a big, tall guy. I mean, he could go on the main roster and not be, you know, a, an average size guy in NXT sometimes is a very small guy on the main roster. This is not Velveteen dream. I mean, he can do it. And one of the cool yeah. aspects to this guy too, is the two big matches he's had right now. Alistair Black and Cassius Ono on these takeovers, he's had a different, uh, not only ring entrance, but also ring presence. He wore the boxing uh, gear against Cassius Ono in this match to go against the knockout artist. He wore the tights with the airbrushing of Alistair Black uh, when he was facing Alistair Black. This guy is going out there and making every one of these takeover matches special, not just his performance in the ring. But the look he has, the gear he's wearing, the entrance he has, this is different than the Finn Balor entrances where, yeah, it's a takeover. I'm going to do my demon entrance, but it doesn't really relate to the match I'm doing. Velveteen Dream is going the other way. And he had the cameo from a guy from Devastation Corporation. That's right. And we also... And the gatekeepers. Yes. Yeah. We took about three hours to figure out that's who he was, too. (laughs) We weren't uh, weren't quick with that one. I was sobering up. It's not my fault. (laughs) You were. One thing I want to tell, and I hope you're not embarrassed with me telling this story. Um, I did have to tell Jeff things like four or five different times. 
because oh, he, did you? Oh, you kept asking. Um, you asked me, I think, four times throughout Takeover if it was the first Takeover I've ever been to. Oh, geez. And I would tell you every time, no, I was at the Takeover in Full Sail where Kevin Owens won the title. <laughs> and I, it got to the point where I was like, "This is what caring for an Alzheimer patient uh, is like." You know, this will be me in three years. Okay. I mean, I mean, I respect to the people who care for these guys because I felt like I was doing that to you. You should just said shut up and I would have taken the point. I you really wouldn't would. you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known. It's it's fine. But that's uh that's how wasted Jeff the was. The fact that I can remember all this wrestling and I well, I wasn't inebriated. I was I was on the come down. That's right. I, I don't know how you remember it either. Um <laughs> Yeah, so uh, Velveteen Dream got the win against Cassius so now. Um <laughs> No Lars now Sullivan. Em- now, I, now I'm embarrassed, but continue. No, you're fine. It's fine. It's good to be embarrassed. Uh, it's good to be embarrassed. Did you know that the NXT is never coming, or the XFL is never coming back? Did you know that? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's good to be loud wrong. Um, what's uh, what's next for Lars Sullivan? There was no Lars Sullivan anywhere to be seen this weekend. Uh, I think they kind of uh, take him off TV for a while, and then they introduce him maybe at uh, SmackDown. Yeah, Lars Sullivan, who, uh, you know, on TV in Atlanta, you know, called out Killian Dane. Killian Dane, no response yet. Roderick Strong called out Lars Sullivan. Now Roderick Strong's got too much going on. He's in the UK title picture. He's in the Cruiserweight title picture. He's not going to go back to fight Lars Sullivan. We got we got some TV tapings the next couple of days. We'll, we'll get a bigger picture. Uh, but yeah, it was very weird seeing no Lars Sullivan anywhere to be seen here. Um, Third match from the top, third match from the bottom. Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler, women's championship, went 10 minutes, the shortest match in the night. Ember Moon was selling that arm. Shayna Baszler, of course, attacking with submissions. Um, Ember Moon got the surprise victory. She remains champion. She would go on to wrestle in the women's Royal Rumble. Shayna Baszler, the loser, uh, maybe continues her run towards that title. Maybe takes a step back and goes with uh, goes with something else. What'd you make of Ember Moon, Shayna Baszler, uh, put a bow on it because I know we've talked about this a little bit already. Uh, good match. I have nothing to add. Shayna Baszler was impressive. Uh, you know, they kept the match to fit her style. She didn't have to do mm-hmm. anything too special. Um, but overall, a good performance for her first this, big takeover match. And as an emotional uh, performance, it's the best one for Ember Moon, I think. Yeah. Oh, I, I would agree. Um, yeah, it was very... I, I really thought Shayna would win because I thought they would do Shayna and Kyrie saying at WrestleMania week and maybe have something else for Ember moon to do. Maybe call her up full time, uh, with the spot opening on the raw roster from pages injury. Uh, but nope, not yet. Not yet. Alistair black, Adam Cole, extreme rules match. This match was insane. Adam Cole cut his hand somehow in the very first moments of the match. Um, Adam Cole's, uh, significant other Britt Baker, very concerned in the audience. Very, very concerned for Adam Cole's well-being here. Uh, as we expressed to each other during this match, Adam Cole's facial expression where he's just like, what the fuck happens now is <laughs> yeah, the best look so in all of great. wrestling. It is so great. It's something I had to watch on TV again to get the full full experience of. But man, he's just, he's in this match and he's like, what is, what is with this guy? It was so good. It, um, it's like he never he never knows what to do. But yeah. every time, I mean, this has been going on for years from ROH to WWE. Now, uh, he just, he's thinking to himself and he always gets the great idea and his face goes from what the fuck do I do now to guess what the fuck I'm going to do now. Yeah. And, uh, he, he did a spot that, uh, is just insane to me. The, uh, the chair spot, uh, that got basically got him pinned and turned the tables on him. I 
I was going to ask you, does this, uh, I mean, I guess the answer was he, well, he was in the rumble, wasn't he? I was shocked. He was in the men's Royal rumble. Did, I mean, is he now He's, the guy that we thought he was going to be in NXT, even in the loss? I don't, I don't think so yet because to me, that performance, I mean, Alistair Black's winning me over. Okay. I was never the big Alistair Black guy on the Indies, but this is a guy who's doing so well in NXT right now. Um, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think Adam Cole stole the show by any means. I mean, this is a performance where Alistair Black was fantastic. Uh, can, I mean, he, the, can he start the, becoming uh, this guy? Maybe. The uh, the moonsault spot with the kendo stick. At that, whew, yeah. Whew, I mean, <laughs> Adam, Adam Cole was very good during the show. Uh, very good during the show. This was the performance he needed. This was the the solidifying performance of why he should be a top guy. I still think he has to go out there and have a great match with Andrade Almas. He has to have a great match with an actual established top guy in NXT, um, especially one with different styles because Adam, Adam Cole and Aleister Black come from the Indies of the last three years where they're doing these types of matches. Adam Cole needs to go out there with a Drew McIntyre where he needs, or an Andrade Almas, a guy who can, he can have a different type of match with and deliver. Mm -hmm. So that hasn't happened yet. We'll see what happens, but yeah, I was stunned. He was in the rumble match. Um, just doesn't seem like, like if Vince is looking at all the guys from that takeover card, he chose Adam Cole. We're going to go into, um, I'll go into that a little bit when we get to the rumble. All right. Uh, last match on the show. This is the big one, Jeff. This was Mm -hmm. the singles match for the NXT world heavyweight championship of earth. Andrade Cien Almas with Zelina Vega defending against Johnny Gargano with Candice LeRae, uh, and family. Mm Mm-hmm. 32 minutes, 22 seconds of the best WWE wrestling match I may have ever seen live. I wholeheartedly agree. It It's probably the best WWE match I've seen live. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, I mean, there, I mean, there's, there are issues with a couple of the takeover matches I've been to. I mean, but overall, this was a symphony. This was a work of art. Zelina Vega was also a work of art, but, um, quit being so chauvinistic, man. Oh yeah. Well, no, she, she look, um, can we talk about also actually, let me, let me, let me go go uh, Go for it. Her involvement in this match. She was perfect. Was precision. She was excellent. So smooth. So fluid. I mean, that Rana she did on Gargano. The timing of that Rana was so dead on. And so quick and so fast. It was great. Candace's timing and jumping over the rail and, and that pop that she got um, <laughs> were, were fantastic. Got those two out of the way. Go to the finish. You know, Johnny's been kicking out of things. Almas has been kicking out of things. Everybody goes nuts for every kick out. A super move with the ha- hammerlock DDT off the second rope. That should get the pin. Um. I liked that it ended on that without him kicking out of that because that's appropriate. Yeah. The drama of the, uh, you know, the celebration of Almas and I loved Almas's entrance. I loved that he came out as La Sombra, took off the mask, came. Oh, it was so good. I, I marked hard for that. Um, the aftermath with Gargano and Candice was so drawn out and so perfect. You almost didn't think Champa was coming out. And then he came out right when you, right when you thought, well, maybe they're not going to do it. Oh, there he is. You know, that kind of, uh, 
that kind of timing. And I thought that was great. I still don't think he's going to be ready for a main oh, match. No, he, he looked like a guy who's not coming back till the summer at the earliest. But that's okay. Cause and, and for those wondering, too, if it was a work, if he was just limping to add emphasis to the limp, this was a guy that once the cameras were off and when he was walking backstage could barely move. Like him trying to walk down those stairs, uh, if he was if he was working, it was brilliant because this guy could barely take a step down the stairs because he didn't have his crutch anymore. Like he was trying to take a step down these stairs and he was he looked like he was so afraid of falling. You know, and that's okay. It's okay to delay Gargano and and Champa having the blow off for a while and build the feud and keep them in each other's kind of uh, atmospheres, because look, Triple H praised this match yeah. highly on Twitter. It was great. HBK Shawn Michaels praised it, it highly on Twitter. Oh yeah, um, Gargano is the kind of guy that Vince McMahon would blow in terms of his his handling on the main roster he'd probably stick him in 205 yes blow was in not do well yes yes not do well yeah, I'm, correct I'm, there are other thanks. guys on the roster he would yes you'd stop it don't mm-hmm. don't i did not mean it dirty and you made it dirty uh it, so. it was very weird sounding um I'm and i'm not, not that guy i'm pc i realize that okay um let's Jesus. trevor <laughs> trevor man ec3 war machine all shown at ringside during the show um mm-hmm. Going back to the news earlier, uh, Drake, what's his name? Drake Maverick, the former rock star spud, is now the general manager of 205 Live, announced a 205 Live 16-man cruiserweight championship tournament culminating at WrestleMania um, in front of 10,000 people, two hours on the pre-show. Trevor Mann, possible entrant in this cruiserweight title tournament? Possible entrant. Not probable, but possible as a first-round loser, I think. Could be a first-round loser. Uh, another possibility I want to get into a Trevor Man. Say Tommaso Ciampa isn't ready for the WrestleMania match with Gargano. Gargano out that. of the title picture. Trevor Man, Johnny Gargano as your big attraction at WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that, sure. I mean, I, I, you know, you can put him anywhere, and and he'll be fine. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that uh, tournament culminates on the pre-show. I think I think I think you and I will probably pick Zack Saber Jr. and Kota Bushi, much like the Cruiserweight Classic. Uh, <laughs> no, um, yeah, we gotta get rid of pre-shows. I think because you can have great matches on pre-shows and never see them again because you'd have to seek out pre-shows and free-for-alls. I remember, uh, I think it was like a 1993 in your house where, or 94, where the the Heavenly Bodies and the Steiners had just a great match. And you can't find it on the network now because it's on the free for all. So no one cares about it. Let's just have the show. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about the extra stuff in the two hour pre-show because you had three decent matches on this Royal Rumble pre-show. Right. We got in, we got there towards the middle of uh, the first one where <laughs> they're playing in front of nobody. And that's hard to do as a performer. But they're but they're you know, even if you have a great match, you're never going to see it again, because if you go and rewatch the event, they don't put the pre-show on there. They put the pre-show in its own category. So you'd have to go seek that. And then yeah, nobody's going to do that. So. Let's just stop this. How soon do we see these three guys? Are we going to see, you know, Trevor, EC3, War Machine all, you know, within the next set of tapings here in Atlanta? Sorry. Oh, you went back. Okay. Um. I think we see EC3 sooner than later. Um, probably the next set of tapings, I would assume. I, I think they're still going to have to decide what they're going to call 
uh, Trevor Man and War Machine because they're not going to be Trevor Man and War Machine, I don't think. Probably not. So probably not. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know how soon we're going to see him. Hopefully so, sooner than later. Well, as soon as they learn how to find the hard camera. That's right. Yeah, they gotta they gotta get their positioning on their entrances. <laughs> Very important stuff here. Uh, so that was NXT Takeover Philadelphia. Um, you know, we were there live. I have not rewatched any of it on video myself. I think I watched a portion. We watched the main event actually the next day. Uh, yeah, we did watch I watched that. all of it. Yeah. I watched all of it. I have not and seen the rest of the show on video yet. Have you ever been to an NXT Takeover other than that? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, you know, Jeff, I actually have. Um, <laughs> Jeez, I'm never going to live that down. <laughs> oh, that was NXT TakeOver. The next day was Royal Rumble. Hi, we both thought uh, we got back to the uh, we got back to the Airbnb uh, in Bobby Fishtown, and we were immediately going to sleep because it was such a long day. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe you finally sobered up during the night. Uh, craziness craziness uh, the next night was the royal rumble before the royal rumble um i had a very good burger yes very good went to uh, my favorite restaurant in philly village whiskey you yes. had a great burger i had my favorite dish but it was terrible i'm you gonna like be it? honest with you. i okay i had or not as I good as you remembered it, it's duck fat fries with a cheddar beer sauce and bray short ribs on top of it the fries were burned or they were overdone and you could kind of taste that. And mm. it kind of just lingered in my mouth and it didn't. And the rest of it didn't gel, but the, you know, the old fashioned I had was very good. And then yeah. I had a friend of mine on the street as we were leaving. So that's, that's right, weird. But- Jeff Hawkins, I found out very popular on the streets of Philly. He's like Bruce Springsteen out there. Well, I went there for eight years for an improv festival. So <laughs> just running into someone I knew was kind of cool. So yeah, yes, indeed. Uh, and then we went to the Royal Rumble, had excellent seats. Thank you very much for working on that for us. Um, club box. Always go club box. You get your own bathroom. It's great. Always go. Bar. Yeah. It had our own bar, had our own bathroom, had a uh, had another uh, bistro right outside that only people in the club boxes could, de- could get to. Very swanky. Um, and let me, let me explain some things to the WWE universe, the oh, general okay. ones that don't go to NXT. If you're up that high, don't bring signs. That's right. You're over the age of 12. Don't bring a belt. So many belts, man. People love those WWE belts these days. Um, you want to wonder, thing. you wonder why they keep making these new different styles of belts because these people keep buying them. And if you are a buyer of a belt, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. If you want to bring it to a show, I would not do that myself. I would definitely not do that myself. But if you want to, if you're very proud of your purchase, all right. I would suggest leaving it at home, however. Be proud of it mm-hmm. at home. Belts, you know, these WWE belts look great. No shame in buying one. I don't know about bringing it to the show. You're not bringing the it champion. In public, bringing it in public is kind of shameful. You're, you're not the champion, okay? You know, the, the champions are in the ring. That's fine. Um, I would not bring a belt to a show. Uh, third, if you're going to try and be funny, space it out. And make sure you're funny. And That's all I ask. That's yeah. all I ask as, as a comedian is, is, you know, your new Japan chant that you've tried to get going six times. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> so terrible. But this crowd, this crowd fascinated me because it was night and day from the NXT crowd. These were families. These were more casual people. We a sat, mom next to me. Who we was, sat next uh, to a mother of two who brought her husband. Three. Oh, was it three? Okay. 
Two um, two boys and a girl. A mother of three. Uh, her husband, the three kids, herself. She was right next to you. This mom. It was obvious that mom wanted to go to the show and she brought the family. This yes. mom was so excited for everything. She was there and it, the women's Royal rumble went on last. It ended up being a great decision. The match was fantastic. Um, who did she, who did she mark out for the most oh, in that women's Royal rumble? Oh, it was funny. Cause this was a mom and you want to talk about, there are so many people that I'm seeing on Twitter going back and forth. Um, you know, Ronda Rousey being in there is great. It'll be fantastic. And then the other side is Ronda Rousey's taking the spot from the we'll people who we'll work all that. year. Oh, we're we'll getting get into that. This mother was so happy to see Becky Lynch and Sasha start. She was so happy to see Naomi. She was so happy to see Carmella. She was but loving. Who was her favorite? Who was her favorite? Um, who was her favorite? I don't remember who her favorite was. Natty. Oh yeah, she loved Natalia. This woman got up and jumped up and down for Natty. Yes, Hart. she did. Oh, yes, she did. And I was like, what? This mom <laughs> was so happy to be there. This is what I, it was awesome. Honestly, it was it so was, cool. But, you know, it, it's weird. It taught me a lot of things because I, you know, I got the chance. You were gone at the time. I asked the daughter a couple of questions because she's a fan. But it's like, uh, it's, uh, but it's always curious to me because I still think one of the biggest mishandled stars of, of the past year was Bailey. So I asked about it and she's like, I used to have a shirt of hers, but she loses all the time. She and it's like, all the time. that is, that is so perfect. It's like, yeah, you want to know why people wear more Patriots jerseys than Browns jerseys? Cause they're embarrassed to be seen in the clothing of a loser. How do you make stars? You make them win. It was, how do you make yes. people popular? You make them win. It was you know, funny it's too. not that hard. It's not that damn hard. The, uh, people. Yes. The older daughter was also at times embarrassed for her mom. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Mom was excited. Mom was jumping up and down. She was so happy. I would turn around every once in a while, and just this mom was smiling watching this women's Royal Rumble. It was so awesome. Like that's why they do it, and and it's great. It's getting more fans. I mean, it's definitely getting more fans who wouldn't, you know, who would think, "Oh, why are you watching that crap?" or "Why is it uh, so sleazy?" And now they're but they're seeing Sasha the Banks time, and Becky go out there for half the an hour. At the same time, they. That this crowd wants different things than that NXT crowd does. Oh yeah, Th this this crowd would not appreciate, and it showed up on on two hundred five live a little bit. I don't think this crowd would have cheered as hard for say Gargano Champa had those two not been on TV. Right. If they had put that match just out there cold. Sure. They're not gonna want. They want to do the catchphrases. They want to applaud for the music. They want to see the finishing moves. And they want to see the people that they see on TV who win. Sure. That's, that's what they want. Yeah. And that's why Oscar is so huge. And, and you know, with, with this uh, crowd. Uh, it's officially that point where you have to say that it did not matter that she wrestled Emma for 10 minutes because Oscar is one of the most over, if not the most over women, woman in that division now. Well, she won. She there, wins all the time. Oh, it's because she wins all the time. That's what I was saying at the time. Like, okay, she went 10 minutes with Emma, but she won. The people saw what she, she did well. Him. And then, then she, she killed, killed people. people. Yeah. But she yeah. was killing jobbers. She was killing the people who aren't as good as Emma because Emma, at least in NXT was, was a pioneer of this women's division. Well, Emma okay, was a but, solid wrestler. Yes. But still, I mean, it, you needed her to kill people first and then do kind of that. And then they kind of reset it, right. had her kill people, which is kind of the old school. Oh, wow. You mean jobber matches actually get people over? Yes, they do. Correct. And then, so, and then she has, the long complicated because the mm -hmm. match Monday night with Sasha, who was going to be one of my underrated choices of who won the week. 
um, because she did in a, in a few ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, that match Monday, I loved that match. That's that's one of the best matches. I mean, in addition to the two Charlotte matches for the title on Raw, that's probably Sasha's best match. That's and and that's probably the kind of matches she wants on the regular on Raw. If you can just space it out instead of putting them on week to week, doing four minute, you know, clusters or whatever. But uh, no, I, I uh, let, let's get into this. Let's do this. Yeah, I'm just I'm just glad we're both on the same page now that I was right all along about Asuka. Uh, yeah, you can. Let's get into the Royal Rumble. Uh, but before we do, I just want to remind everybody out there about SeatGeek. Uh, we went to the Royal Rumble. We had excellent tickets, but now it's on the road to WrestleMania. We got two pay-per-views and then WrestleMania, Fastlane, Elimination Chamber, WrestleMania. If you want to go to any of these th- uh, shows and you don't have tickets yet, it is time to download SeatGeek today to find the best seats available. Uh, buying tickets to WWE events, sporting events, concerts, all this stuff. Elton John's going on his final world tour. Uh, that's a big ticket to get. SeatGeek For three years, has, yeah. you can, it's a three-year tour. Uh, that is hilarious, <laughs> by the way. I need to be home. I have small kids. I need to stop touring. I will do so in 2021. But anyway, yeah. you have limited chances here in the United States to go see Elton John right now. The wife and I were looking for tickets earlier today. We were on our SeatGeek app. You got to get out there, get these tickets early, find the best ones on SeatGeek. There's nothing like seeing your favorite musician, your favorite WWE superstar, your favorite team in person. SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. Jeff, he uses it. Rob, I use it. I'm Rob. Hello. SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. To save you time, to save you money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find the amazing deals you need. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from WWE to musicians to sports to comedy, theater, anything out there that has a ticket. Find it on SeatGeek. Right now, best of all, our listeners can get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app today on iOS or Android, your phone or your tablet. Enter promo code STR. That's promo code STR for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Download SeatGeek right now. Do it while you're listening to us. You can minimize the app. Go download SeatGeek. You got to do it. Get your WrestleMania tickets. And uh, hey, get your Raw after WrestleMania tickets. That's always like a harder ticket to come by than WrestleMania itself. Jeff, you are going mm-hmm. to WrestleMania this year. Uh, yes. Are you going to the Raw afterwards? Yes. Yes. It's the toughest ticket, isn't it? Yes, always. Oh, the big WrestleMania Raw show. Uh, Bobby Lashley's debut. I'm, I'm exclusively reporting it right now. Put the exclusive tag on it. Get Brett Shepard out of here. I'm exclusively reporting Bobby Lashley <laughs> debuting on Raw the night after WrestleMania. So go download SeatGeek right now. Let's get into this Royal Rumble pay-per-view. The match, uh, the show started with a bunch of pre-show matches. Um, the six-man cruiserweight tag team match, we didn't really get a good look at. Uh, we were just getting to the building. We were stunned it was happening at 5.30 when most of the people was, were still outside the arena. Um, six-man tag, basically it was TJP losing and then throwing his fit again. Mm-hmm. Pretty no- much. Nothing more to that right now. Then we had the Revival. I was not expecting this match. I did not know this match was announced. We had the Revival hold, versus hold Gallows on real, and Anderson. Hold on real quick before you What's move up? on all the way. This match lasted 13 minutes and 20 seconds, and it nobody was, was watching it. No one was there. Everyone was either outside the arena still trying to get in. Um, Jeff and I got pretty lucky. We saw this huge line that would have taken a half an hour to get through, and we were like, fuck that. Let's go in the short line. No one can see. And we yeah. got in quick. That's how you do it, guys. There's always another line. Don't suffer in the long line. Go to the short one. 
Uh, Revival, Dash, Dawson, taking on Gallows and Anderson. This was a return match from Raw 25. That's right, Raw 25. Remember that show, kids? Uh, Revival got the win here. Tag team match in nine minutes. Didn't see much of this one either because I believe I was exploring the alcohol choices. Yes, you were. I watched this match. I, you know, it, it was a basic, you know, it, it. if you've seen a revival match where they cut a guy off, stomp on him a bit, you know, they finally, you know, get a little bit of a distraction, chop block type thing. Uh, it's basically 50-50 for losing or getting all that, the crap beat out of them during raw. That's pretty much all this was, but mm-hmm. it was still, it's a fun match and I like both teams. Yeah. So I had, I had no problem with this. I'm liking Gallows and Anderson more now that they seem to have a little bit of a direction. Uh, they yeah. seem to be enjoying their own stuff now. Uh, so I'm liking that a little bit better. I'm just now realizing too, how poorly I ate this weekend. Look, you took it. <laughs> we'll go with this later, but you had to kind of a, three hour sojourn to try and get popcorn of all oh, things. Oh, it was so bad. I mean, just to add to my, to my horrible list of food that I was, eating, I mean, I had like cheeseburgers twice. I had, I had Burger King in the drive oh, to Philadelphia oh, in a Snickers let, bar. Let's, let's get into that. I ate a hat. Real quick. Hold on real quick. I ate a hat for God's Number sake. Number one, we go to this restaurant, you have this big burger. I want to go to Shake Shack after this. And then you go in, I, oh, I can't stand the smell. Oh, it smelled too bad. <laughs> you have to come out. It's like, you're just going in to get a shake, dude. You no, don't but, need but, to, okay. Uh, no, the smell, I couldn't stand it. I couldn't stand it. I okay. had this thing after eating where if the smell's not perfect, I'm just going to barf all, all over the okay. place. I would have been that guy who was thing. barfing on the streets of Philadelphia. It's, Second thing is you don't have to go out of the club box to get food. I just, I got in early. I got mine because I, you know, I was a bit hungry. And then you, you ordered a box of popcorn, like in the middle of the event. It was at 730 Eastern. It was before the Usos match. And at 930, I, I turned to you and asked, Hey, should I be worried? My popcorn's not here yet. Right. And then you went to the woman who took the order to get it. And while you were gone, popcorn vendor came up and <laughs> I couldn't believe the timing. I hope they voided it. I haven't even checked to see because I actually paid for this popcorn I never got. And she said she would void it, but I don't know if I'm 100% trusting of the uh, of the kiosk waitress at uh, or waiter, your, anyone. You, you love your event popcorn because you had a box the night before I did. it. Oh, uh, I love it. the freshly made event popcorn. I love. I'm glad because okay. apparently I found out that the popcorn I had actually originally ordered was in a bag. It was like bagged popcorn. That's no bueno. I would not enjoy that. Um, so I'm glad I, I suffered the two hours and finally got my box of popcorn at the bistro so, in the hall. Yeah. So in between revival match and the Bobby Roode match, yes. they did a, they did a KFC spot. They recorded yes, they a, uh, they recorded the finale. Uh, they record the final part of a Colonel rumble um, it was our first appearance of Rusev in the night. Is, yeah. Mm-hmm. This crowd, uh, the crowd Rusev for both day, nights. Rusev day over. Took like, over. I mean, you want to talk about a takeover. Rusev day. Everyone was loving it. Everyone was loving Rusev day. It was unbelievable. And they did this and then Ric Flair came out as, as Colonel yes, Sanders and, and won. And very um, gingerly. And a, in a very knockoff robe that oh. was shedding feathers all over the place and, and gingerly came out and, and eliminated Miz and Rusev and Rusev, Rusev helping jumped to lead over the, the rope. On the, on, yeah. But yeah. Rusev on the way out, helping to lead the cheers, acknowledging the crowd, not, not discouraging this crowd from cheering Rusev day, which would continue throughout the night. Yeah. So good on him. Yes, um, indeed. And then, 
Then Bobby Roode defeated Mojo Rawley. Mm-hmm. Our big surprise for the open challenge, Mojo Rawley. Mojo Rawley. Well, and we had kind of tapered our expectations leading up to this because we were like, oh, is this where they bring back Ziggler? Is this where they bring in Bobby Lashley? And I believe before this match, we had settled on the Baron Corbin types of the world. Yeah, I think I had said gender. Yeah, <laughs> but, and it could have been gender. Turns, well, it turns out... um, per the observer that I believe Jinder was originally supposed to be the choice. And then they switched him into the rumble and took Mojo out. Yeah. And that's, you know, it worked because I thought Jinder did okay in the rumble. I think the reaction he got was more than I expected. Like people were really against this Jinder Mahal. You're not going to, you're not going to get a big surprise right. in the dark match. Not in the dark it. match, especially when Bobby right. Roode just won the title and he wasn't going to lose it. So well, it no, worked I think out. He may, lose, he may lose it next week. He could. Who's he got? Uh, who's he got next week? Rusev Day. Ah, Rusev Day. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe that was the thing. But Mm. if you're looking at Rusev Day at Royal Rumble and you're Vince McMahon, you're like, oh, this Rusev's getting a huge reaction. I got to do something with him. Let's put the belt on him. Whatever belt is on SmackDown. That's why they they had him win the four-way, I think. I I get it. No, I get that. But the thing is, Bobby Roode gets equal reactions. Yeah. Bobby Roode is not this slug out there like Jinder Mahal who's getting no reaction. Right. So uh, it'll be interesting to see this Bobby Roode-Rusev match. Um, Bobby Roode does get the win. And then we start our pay-per-view proper. Um, AJ Styles defending the heavyweight championship of WWE against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. There was some dissension between Cammy, uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, just called him Cammy. I Damn did. you. I, I didn't mean to on purpose, actually. It just came out. I really didn't mean that. I know you didn't. Uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn uh, failed. The story in this match, I did not watch all of SmackDown. So let me ask you this, Jeff. Did they play up the fact that Kevin Owens never actually got the tag and was the illegal man in there when he took the fall? That was the first thing brought up on SmackDown. Okay, but did anything come of it? Um, Like, okay, yes, you were the illegal man. Are we going to do anything about it? Yes. So what happened was they set up a uh, they go, no, we're going to give you a second chance to get a title match. We're going to have a, a, a match. It's going to be Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn next week. OK, so that's the basis for Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens uh, next week. And we further mm-hmm. saw that dissension on SmackDown be- between uh, Kevin and Sami as Sami walked out in the main event. Uh, it was yeah. AJ and Shinsuke going up against Kevin Owens, Sami. And uh, the story of this one was partners that are eventually going to face each other with Shinsuke and AJ at WrestleMania with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn next week. And the winner of Sami Zayn versus uh, Kevin Owens is going to get the title match at Fastlane. So they, the uh, announcement inside the arena for the ticket sales of Fastlane that was originally set to be a five-way. Like this, this was a five-way main event announced for Fastlane between AJ, Shinsuke, Orton, Kevin, and Sami. Not happening. It's going to be a one-on-one match between AJ Styles versus either Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn. Uh, But back to this AJ Styles match. Uh, Anything really from this? uh, 15 minutes of just AJ kind of withering um, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, doing their their big tag team presence. You know, it's two-on-one. AJ survives. Uh, I thought the the working of Kevin Owens' leg and the eventual calf crusher was a really cool story during this match. Um, Kevin Owens. uh, Kevin Owens did get the loss, correct? I can't remember who actually took the loss. I believe Kevin did. I think it was Kevin. Um, AJ Styles, Kevin Owens versus and uh, Sami Zayn. What'd you think? 
you know, I liked it for what it was. I I was surprised it it, uh, it opened. I was too. Um, I, I think and, we both thought the tag team match was going to open. And it really didn't turn into a through line for for the night, other than Sami Zayn coming out for the Royal Rumble. You know, Kevin Owens never eventually came out either. Um, there's no Daniel Bryan or Shane kind of, uh, kind of shenanigans that I was kind of expecting it. You know, it was a fine story match. It was, it, it was, it was how I would view maybe a SmackDown main event sure. rather yeah. than a opener for a pay-per-view where you really want to make it, you know, hot and mean something. Mm. I, I thought, you know, mid match that there was a chance they could put the belts on uh, Sammy and, uh, and Kevin, but uh, I'm kind of glad it didn't. It was a good match, but it was nothing, nothing that made me go wow. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, I agree. This was a forgettable match to the point where I forgot who lost. Uh, exactly between Owens and Sami Zayn. Uh, two out of three falls for the SmackDown tag team titles: the Usos versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. Probably the match I was looking forward to most outside of the Royal Rumbles, uh, just match quality wise. Ended up being a a short one for a best of three falls, 13 minutes. It was two straight falls. The Usos get the win. Uh, the finishing fall caught, I think most people off guard. Um, it was basically a roll up as Shelton and Gable were going for their finish to get the second fall. Uh, Usos, uh, one of the Usos just rolled up Chad Gable, I believe, um, or Shelton Benjamin and got the win straight falls. Uh, pretty good match while it was going on. Usos versus Gable and Benjamin. What'd you think? The first fall to me seemed like the what would usually be the third fall yeah. in type of a match. It was a very long, a lot of kickouts, a lot of finishers, a lot of false ones. Oh, yeah. And I liked the flash pin of the second fall, kind of a miscommunication between Gable and Benjamin that ended up hurting them and the Usos get out of there. I didn't like the follow up on SmackDown at all because I thought they played it too much for comedy as opposed to Gable and and uh, Benjamin being angry about it. But mm. uh but overall, I liked the match. I think it uh, fell a little short of what I wanted it to be, but but that's on me, not on them. Um, but that first fall was a lot of fun to watch, and I thought, man, is, is this match going to go 30 with, with three falls like this the whole time? But uh, I did like the flash pin. It was kind of a surprise. I like kind of shaking things up and the audience going, whoa, okay, there you go. Um, so I have no real complaints about this. I, I thought it was a very good match. Yeah, uh, not terrible by any means. The Usos, I think we uh, we both agree that they were going to win this one, and they do. But what's next for the tag team division I now? didn't. I thought they were going to lose. Oh, you did? Okay. The, uh, D, because of the DUI stuff. Uh, yeah, but no, the Usos. Seems like they're that just was rolling a nice, through forward. And just because we're not going to probably get into Raw or, or SmackDown too deep, and we've made a few points already, I liked the part of their promo last night where they kind of, kind of – alluded to the personal problems and that they got each other's back about that. I thought that yeah. was a nice little touch, right? They're there. Brothers, they're brothers. They gotta be, uh, they gotta have each other's back. That's for sure. Shinsuke Nakamura. Hmm. is going to WrestleMania to wrestle AJ styles for the SmackDown championship. He is the winner of the 30 man Royal rumble match. Even if you did not have Ronda Rousey coming in on this match, Having, you know, having hindsight, they made the right call putting the women's Royal Rumble match on last, especially with who won. I know they did it because they had the Ronda mount, the Ronda uh, moment happening at the end of the show, but that match was good enough. That Oscar story was great enough. That was 
a main event on its own merits. Yes. The men's Royal Rumble match had great moments. It had mm-hmm. the return of Rey Mysterio. It had the... It looked great. Oh, absolutely. great. I mean, this guy shed some pounds, shed the belly, looked fantastic, was fast, looks like a whole new guy. Looks like Rey Mysterio in his prime. Looks like this could be the prime of Rey Mysterio. It's fantastic. Um, the Adam Cole WTF moment, just being in there. Uh, and you had Andrade Almas, the NXT champion. A cool story throughout both Royal Rumble matches was the fact that you had the men's Royal Rumble uh, entrant of the NXT champion. You had the women's Royal Rumble entrant of the NXT women's champion. Both NXT champions, it's like you're fighting for something, not just to be the champion of NXT, but you get main roster rewards as champion. So I I thought it was great having both Ember Moon and Andrade Almas in these matches. Um, Any big takeaways from the men's Royal Rumble match with your winner, Shinsuke Nakamura? I'm going to go a few through a few things here and i'm going to start with the point you just brought up about the nxt people yeah i disagree slightly what and i'll uh, hold on i'll tell you why look if 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 we are living and shake them ropes from about 2000 what 15 i think man how long have we been doing this yeah uh you will recall our friend dylan hales had his political hit theory Mm -hmm. i think nxt really got shaded a bit in these two rumbles really? i do because look i i liked having almas and cole in these matches but they did virtually nothing in them they did they have to though i think they did andrade, think andrade bring, was in there for a long time people, if you bring people up and i'll tell you why i'll okay. tell you why because right. look they're gonna get great reactions from the people who went to take over but the casuals WWE audience doesn't know who these people are and the people in the stadium don't know who they are. The people on TV are, it's being explained to them on, on commentary a bit. You want them to seem like they belong in the rumble by having them eliminate a few people. Now almost got to eliminate, uh, you know, Kofi after that ridiculous pancake spot. um, but he was there to last a long time in the Rumble, which g- gave him a little bit of a rub, but he didn't do anything really. And he was there to take an aerial RKO, which, you know, kind of <laughs> makes him kind of. And then Adam Cole is just kind of there to get eliminated quickly by Rey Mysterio. So they didn't do anything. And then you get to the women. Ember Moon had a great response when she came out. The arm story was great. But then Asuka just made her look like a geek and got her out of there. I liked her elimination. It was fun. I get the story. I hope Asuka someday gets jumped by both her and Bailey uh, just, to, just to put a button on it. And then you had Kyrie Sane, who you built up for a month in a women's tournament, get kicked off the top rope by Dana Brooke. You know, th- I'm not saying there was a political hit here, but if you wanted to make that story in your head, you could. I, I think that did, it did. I don't think it, I just don't think it did developmental any favors. So let's get to the men's rumble. We'll talk about the women's rumble when we get to it. Andrade uh, Cien Almas was in that match for a half for a an hour. He was there presence, for a long time. His presence there alone makes him feel like a part of the roster. His presence there alone brings eyes to NXT. Like who is this guy still in this match? Like this isn't a situation where you could blink and Andrade wasn't there anymore. The guy was in yeah, there for a half an hour, but he wasn't, fo- but he wasn't focused on uh, most people aren't interest. though. No, I get that. But, but what I'm saying is you need 
if you're introducing someone, you need to introduce them strong. That's all I ask. I mean, if that uh, you don't get that second chance to really make that first impression a lot of times because you oh they'll bring him back maybe next time and then they'll mention oh he was in the rumble okay great you know whatever I don't need him to win I just I need him to be a little bit more of a presence than he was he was fine it's it's not I'm not gonna die on this hill Rob I'm just kind of making a note of none of the NXT people really did all that much that's and, all I'm saying Andrade Almas had as many eliminations by himself as Rusev, Randy Orton, Brock Lesnar, and Goldberg combined in this Rumble. Two of those people weren't even in this Rumble. That doesn't count. Big names, all I'm saying. Okay, great. Let's, uh, Rusev, there was a lot of resting, I mean, going out and taking naps, but uh, Rusev, I thought, was... Fantastic being number one here. I thought the entrance with Aiden English introduced, because I was afraid Aiden was number one in the Rumble. Right. So, so him introducing I. Rusev was a a pretty great touch. Then, of course, they had to ruin it later when Aiden was actually in the match. Should have yeah. never been. Um, uh, but Rusev's elimination by Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. Yeah. Weird. Hmm. I don't understand why the Bray and Matt, oh, they're going to team, but they hate each other. But they're going to team. But they hate each other. Yeah. Thing. I, it just... That didn't work for me. Uh, but you see, it was just it was just one loss in the Great War. Yeah, which you know may now happen with. Uh, it's happening, Borash man. There. They are going to have Jeff Hardy, Woken uh, Matt, I, and Jeremy Borash go full throttle on this thing. We're going to see King Maxwell. We're going to see uh, what is it, Mister Benjamin? What what's the uh, Senior Benjamin? Senior Benjamin. We are going to see all these guys now. We're going to get Hardy video footage from his home on WWE TV. Never thought this was going to happen. Never uh, thought I, this I, was going to happen. You know, I, th- I thought Finn did a fine job. Finn Balor was fantastic. Um, Elias was in there for 26 minutes, finally yeah, eliminated liked, by John I liked, Cena. I loved the Heath Slater through line. I did. Yes, and, just have, yes. and having him get a kind of a big elimination there, flash it as it was, um, was hilarious and then just quickly getting thrown out after that. You know, it's fine. Every everybody I was hoping it would continue throughout the whole rumble where everybody would come out and just beat up Heath Slater. Slater gets in, gets dumped, and then you get the aw or or he'd get one elimination and, and go. But uh, you know, getting you know, Sheamus is a tag champ, so it's kind of a big deal that he got to eliminate him. I liked that. Uh Dolph Ziggler coming in at number thirty wasn't terrible. Dumb. No, no. it wasn't terrible, man. It wasn't terrible, but you know what? I, I think they should have trolled us. I think they should have given us the, the Daniel Bryan music and then the record scratch because yeah. Dolph comes in, but Dolph just comes in as Dolph and, and kind of goes in there. Uh, he kind of goes in there, the but hur- he wasn't in the final four. No, the hurricane been worse. did well for himself for just the short cameo. He was there. I, I liked that. That was funny. Um, and, and let's talk. Okay, let's talk about John Cena in this rumble, shall we? Because he was the one who eliminated the hurricane, right? John Cena. This began the John Cena week of okay, acting heel. I can't really care about your crowd reactions right now. Cause I have an important mission to accomplish and that's get to WrestleMania. Like yeah. I, I will normally go with you. Like it'll be the summer. It's not WrestleMania time. I can play around with you. Yeah. You boo me. You like me, whatever it's WrestleMania time. John Cena is like, I can't care about you right now. I have a job to do. And that job in this WrestleMania, uh, this Royal Rumble, was to win it, to get to the championship. And he had to eliminate guys like Finn Balor and Shinsuke that the crowd was getting, you know, a, lo- a lot of crowd support behind. 
And John Cena uh-huh. couldn't listen to any of that. He had to work with Roman Reigns. He had to work with Roman to try and get himself a victory in this match. And then you went to Raw, and John Cena was doing the same thing. He was putting a one-on-one match with Finn Balor. The crowd's really behind Finn Balor. And he's telling the crowd, he's playing to the crowd, like, I'm just trying to get to WrestleMania. I'm sorry you're booing me. I can't care about it right now. I'm just trying to get to WrestleMania. Yeah, the one spot that didn't work for me in the Rumble was the uh, old generation versus the quote unquote <laughs> new generation. Of it was so it was because I'm looking at yeah. I've looked at you like why are they fighting each other right. on these different teams? And I just oh, it must be old versus new. Well, that was the thing. And if you, this is what I'm best at on this show, Jeff. Okay. is trying to make WWE stuff make sense when they will never do it themselves. And it was <laughs> it was John Cena looking around and saying, "I know Ray. I know Randy. I know what they're capable of. I can I can put my differences aside right now and work with these guys to eliminate these newcomers. The Shinsuke Nakamura who I know nothing about. This Finn Balor character who's only been on Raw a couple of days. Wait, he doesn't know anything about Shinsuke Nakamura who dropped him on his head." I mean, still new to <laughs> WWE. Um, yeah, he was working with these guys to eliminate these new kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not the young kids, just new kids to WWE. Um, so I can I can kind of put that story together. And it just so happened those guys, they all stood up and they were on a certain side of the ring and they were just like, hey, I'm not going to cross sides of the ring. I'm, I'm where I am. I'm going to fight the people on the other side of me. And they did. Um, yeah. And I, I like the John story, uh, the John Cena story in this match. I like yeah. Randy Orton's positioning of coming in number 24 because he felt like a threat to actually win it. Like Shinsuke came in at number 14. I don't think too many yeah. people thought he was going to go 45 minutes no. and stay at the end. No. And when it got down to the final three of, of Cena reigns and, and Nakamura, I was, I was getting a little smug. Cause I go, yep, yeah, I call it. Cena's winning this thing. Oh, see, I was the opposite. <laughs> when it got to those final two, like it was Roman Cena Nakamura. I was, I was probably the most sure I had been in the entire build, uh, build up to this Royal rumble that Nakamura was winning. That, was that's so when I was certain. like, it's happening. I thought they were going to, I thought they were going to tease us. I thought they were going to tease us. And then, Oh, we have this buffer time. So I thought it was either going to be seen or reigns. Yeah. And I just have to live with it. I, I thought Nakamura was going to be, it would be one of those things where uh, you think, Oh, he almost, uh, but no, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, okay. this is one of the best worked. Yes. Rumbles this, I've this watched. was one of, I mean, this is a Royal rumble. I have not gone back to watch the men's Royal rumble on video yet. I will. Yeah. Because it was it was a fun Royal Rumble to watch, yes. and I mean it was it, that night. If this night had ended at that Royal Rumble, it would have been fine. It would have been a cool story, Shinsuke winning. I'm glad they didn't end the night with this with this match, but it would have been okay had it been the only Royal Rumble on the show. It would have been a, more than okay. It was a great Royal Rumble match, uh, great finish with Shinsuke winning. Renee coming in there and asking, who are you going to face? So there's, there's no mystery. We know Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles is one of your main events for WrestleMania. And, and Sh- Shinsuke said in an interview, the bigger the stage, the bigger his performance. He's going to go out there in front of the most people he's ever been in front of with AJ Styles, a guy he knows he can have a great match with. We're going to see the real Shinsuke Nakamura at WrestleMania. Good. And I hope that's all they make this out to be. I don't need a contrived, Ooh, they, they're friends, but they have issues with each other because of WrestleMania. I don't need that. You have me hooked. It's going to be a dream match. This is the gift. Of, this is this is hopefully the one match that they kind of leave alone a little bit. And this is our gift to wrestling fan 
in the WrestleMania audience. We'll have your sports entertainment match. We'll have your Total Divas match. But this one, this one's is for the hardcores as opposed right. to the six-way ladder match that we have Zack Ryder win, you know, the internet geek match or whatever they're going to do. You know, I, this is this is the gift to us. Let it let it play out naturally. Don't don't WWE eyes it because you don't trust us to know who's a good guy and who's a bad guy. Don't need it. We're fans of both of them. Let us work it out. So how many weeks until Shinsuke drives an ambulance into AJ's limo? Oh, I think he he, he drives a knee into him eventually. That'll be fine. Too. AJ. Yeah, that will be fine, too. Shinsuke Nakamura, your winner. And then we had uh, two matches really in the death spot. The Bar versus Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan. Uh, Seth and Jason lose the tag team titles of Raw. Hold on, to I, I want to. I want to correct you. We had one in the death spot and one that died, so it's different. Uh, it just felt like I was like, get to the women's Royal Rumble already. I was glad. I I don't really have anything to say about the Seth and Jason Jordan match. Uh, it it seems clear they're doing they're going to build to Seth versus Jason. Um, but I, the Bar is the tag team champion, so be it. I did not care for the concussion storyline. I thought that was in poor taste. Um, but this died because everybody was so happy and so relieved. There was almost a euphoric <laughs> release of, yes, they went through with it kind of thing when Nakamura yes. won. That they couldn't get their energy up. That for crowd, this that crowd line. really wanted Nakamura to win. And it's not one of those like, oh, Nakamura is the crowd favorite. That crowd was like, please don't give us a Cena or please Roman victory. Please, yes, they were they were in fear and their fears were not realized. That it was that kind of release, and they were so emotionally spent they couldn't do anything for this match. And you could tell, at least from Seth Seth's kind of reaction, that he was, you know, he was doing his best. I mean, it's it was a well worked match with a bad story in it. Yeah. But nobody was reacting to anything. They were ready for the three-way and the women's rumble. And these guys, unfortunately, got the shaft because of it. Brock Lesnar defeated Kane and Braun Strowman in a triple threat match. Uh, He finished Kane. Braun Strowman does not take the loss here. Braun Strowman moving on to different, maybe bigger and better things, maybe just different things. Uh, But this match was very quickly paced, more quickly paced than what uh, what we were fearing. Uh, they went at it. I mean, he was suplexing Kane and Braun around. They did the, uh, they brought the chair into the mix. They brought the weapons and the the table into the mix. Uh, this was probably about the way to go with this match. I thought they, they may not have executed it perfectly, but it was the right idea. In a way, there's something missing from this. There, there's an element of danger or chaos that's missing. And I think it comes from just every week you watch raw. And there's at least one match a week where the announcer table gets broken. So it doesn't resonate when they do it on a pay-per-view you, or special event. You didn't get the sense of danger when Brock Lesnar almost decapitated Braun? Well, that was... Braun Strowman... I, I mean, I mean, no, hold on. That was... I mean, look, that was that was because Braun... <laughs> he couldn't calm down either. I mean, you have, you have Brock cussing at him in the middle of the Braun match. Braun need Slow this down. motherfucker in the head. And then yeah. Brock was like, a uh, bitch, you know who I am? I mean, yeah, but I mean, you know, the general tone of the match, there, there's not that. And I think it has to do with Kane being in there in some ways. Uh, but there's not that, 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 you know, I don't feel in danger that these three guys are going to go end up in the audience like Hanson in all Japan 
you know, swinging a cowbell type of thing or Brody and Abdullah in, in Puerto Rico, you know, going up the risers and, and fighting each other. There's no sense of that. And I think it's needed with, with, especially with Braun and Brock with their next showdown. I think it needs to just be mass destruction next time because yeah, yeah, they get slammed through a lot of things, but we see that every week. We saw it on the raw even this week. So you know, I liked it for what it was, but it's still, I mean, it didn't underwhelm as much of that No Mercy match, which I thought was dreadful and just ended like a fart in church. But it still kind of underwhelmed to me. I liked it, but I didn't, uh, I can't, uh, I can't gush about it. So maybe you can. I'm not going to gush about the Brock Lesnar three-way. Um, I, I thought it was the best they could do, but at the end of the day, Kane was still in there. And okay. Kane's just not a guy who can be in these matches anymore. I mean, he's slow. He's plotting. He doesn't do destruction well. Like, Braun Strowman is slow in plotting sometimes. Brock Lesnar can be slow in plotting. They can also kick it up, be quick, and do destruction and make it look cool. Kane can't do that. He can't get it to that next level. So this match was never going to be that great with Kane being in there. Just never was. Uh, So hopefully this is the end of Kane being in these important matches. If he's going to stick around, let him be on the undercard. Let Let him get beat up by Elias, you know? Like let let him do something else and maybe put someone else over, um, because I agree he's a name. He's a guy who's been there for a while. You can have, you know, have Braun Strowman kill Kane and be and and be done with it. Have that please happen at some point here soon. Um, yeah, I think it happened on Raw. You know, Kane Kane basically died a death under the announce table. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. But don't keep yeah. bringing Kane back. Hey, I'm gonna. You bring Kane back and what? You tear Braun Strowman under the ring, you beat him up, and you keep going on with a feud? No, just be done with it. Let Braun kill Kane. Yes. Let him murder Kane. Um, Let it die like that terrible beer I bought. Oh, God. You brought this Blackberry beer from a brand that you like, but it was not a beer that you liked, and it was terrible. It's as if someone someone urinated inside a can and then put a Blackberry in it. Oh, God. It was bad. And then I drank it to wash down my hat taste. Mm-hmm. Oh, just awful. Uh, before we get into the women's Royal Rumble, the main event of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view, um, kind of on this WWE Universal title note, on Raw, we had qualifying matches. Uh, we are going to get an Elimination Chamber match at the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. The winner will go on to wrestle Brock Lesnar in the main event of WrestleMania. We had three winners in matches on Raw, so we have half of the Elimination Chamber right now. It is Elias, Braun Strowman, and John Cena, that is half of your Elimination Chamber card. Who do you think fits out the other three? I Obviously, we're going to get Roman in there. It's just going to happen. We are going to get Roman Reigns in this match because I b- believe he's still on target to wrestle Brock at WrestleMania. But who fits Agreed. out the other two? Who fits out the other two? I know some people said Hardy and, and, uh, but and Hardy. Bray, but I don't think that's going to happen. I, I'm going right. to go... I'll go conventional. I'll go... Um, I'll go Miz and Finn. Miz and Finn. I, I Miz could be in there. He's the Intercontinental Champion. Um, you're putting a lot of these main eventers in the main event, though. I kind of feel like Miz has to wrestle for the Intercontinental Championship to fill out this card. Like, he has to be in his okay. own match. Um, so that's the only reason right. why I wouldn't put him in there. But at the Jordan same time... And, Jordan and Seth? Could be Jordan and Seth. That could be uh, a build-up to their eventual match at WrestleMania, sure. Yeah, I mean that you have options here. Yeah, I don't. I mean, Finn probably not because he lost the qualifying match. Elias sticks out as a guy who's in there 
to see what he can do. I, I have no idea. Well, he also has I, the feud with John. Yeah, well, didn't hmm. <laughs> that, that kind of end in the men's rumble when he got thrown out? No. No, uh, well, feuds don't end at the rumble when you get thrown out. They begin there. That's how Brock Goldberg kept going. Uh, that one should have ended when he got thrown out. That's how, uh, that's how they, they do that, man. They do that. Um, I don't think Woken Matt's going to be in there either. I think we're going to get the blow off to Woken Matt and Bray at Elimination Chamber in a singles match because, you know, Woken Matt lost the Elias match to basically get kicked out of the chamber. Oh, no, no, no. We're just getting the next chapter. And then WrestleMania, we're going to get some sort of skit. A skit, a skit match. Are we going to get yeah. worms under the, we're gonna on the, uh, worms. Yeah. Gonna get a refrigerator right. that yeah. falls on a guy. Oh, yeah. Sure. We're going to get all that. Okay. Uh, the second match announced already for the elimination chamber pay-per-view, we are going to have the first ever women's elimination chamber. Alexa bliss is defending her title, defending her title against five others in the chamber. I would imagine it's going to be the usual cast characters, right? It's going to be Sasha. It's going to be Bailey, probably Nia Jackson there. Uh, we have Alexa, um, could be Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose and Sonya, maybe. Maybe they put both members of Absolution in this uh, in this Elimination Chamber match. Um, I think they put in one and they put in Mickey James. Probably. Mickey James. The question, yeah. yeah, the question here is who pins Bailey to win the title? <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe Asuka goes in the Elimination Chamber too, right? Maybe she There's doesn't have to. That, that is an intriguing possibility to me. It yeah. really is. Because I think she doesn't need to pick a champion if she is the champion. And maybe she, I mean, right. but, but she but also doesn't keep... need to be in the match because she's got the guaranteed match at WrestleMania, because exactly. as we tie into this, Asuka is your winner of the women's Royal rumble match. She, uh, you know, if, if it wasn't going to be Rhonda, it was going to be Asuka. So Asuka is your winner. She came in at 25, uh, and took the victory. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if you put her in there because she has the guaranteed match, but at the same time, it would be a cool story for her to already win and someone she has to challenge someone now and maybe she challenges Ronda. Maybe we get a Ronda singles match at WrestleMania. Um, I know Dave Meltzer put out there that Ronda's going in a completely different direction for WrestleMania, that it's going to be some yeah. type of tag team match with Triple H and Stephanie. Uh, Dave Meltzer, say what you want about Dave Meltzer. He's usually good about calling the WrestleMania matches ahead of time. Um, you know, he, he's really good at that. When Bray Wyatt was going to wrestle John Cena, they weren't on the same planet at the time he called that in December and it ended up being the match. No one thought that was going to happen. This guy knows his WrestleMania card. Uh, so he I, gets, he gets fed information oh, I, too. Let's well, not, obviously, let's not, I mean, it's not like, he's not Kreskin just, goes, no, no, no. Oh, I think it's going to be, that's this, not what know? I'm saying. I know he's, he gets these cards because yes, he gets information. I'm not saying he just happens to be right. So often <laughs> I'm saying when he says a WrestleMania match, it's probably going it's to happen. Probably correct. Yes. And, and I'm going to get into that in my tie in with, with, with the Ronda talk, let's talk about, but, let's uh, talk about the women's Royal rumble first. Let's uh, talk about this. Yes. Um, this, the, the woman sitting behind you, let me take the leash behind you. Okay, you take the you leash. Go. Tell your story. Tell your story. First, this this woman talk. sitting beside you, she waited all night for this match. There were, there were women in this crowd. There were men. I, I wanted to see this match, but this is why this women's revolution. And we don't get this perspective because we're guys, we're white dudes, right? But Sasha Banks. What do to do with being a dude? We don't have this perspective. Okay. Okay. We don't have the female perspective that's at the show. Like, finally, I can go cheer a main event that has someone like me in it, that has Bailey in it, that has right. Mandy Rose, that has Sasha Banks in it, that has Becky Lynch in it. 
This woman was so happy. There were women in this crowd that were so happy this match was taking place, and it was awesome to see. And this match totally delivered. This was a great Royal Rumble. We had two great Royal Rumble matches on the show. You were worried the Philadelphia crowd was going to poo-poo this. Never was happening. No. Never no. was happening. This they were was... psyched. Let's get a few things. This was switched up a bit. This was switched up a bit because originally, as as the aforementioned Dave Meltzer had reported, that there was going to be nine NXT women in this and a couple of legends. Well, they reversed it, and it was the smart call to do. This was a love letter to the history of the women's division, and everybody played their part well. I think. Yeah. I got I got a lot of reports on TV that well, so and so didn't look as crisp. Blah 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 blah. Look, they set up a ring for a couple of days to let them practice, but it's like playing a musical instrument. If you get really good at it, and I used to be very good on a trombone, but you put it down for 10 years after playing it every day of your life, it's going to take you a couple weeks to get that crisp again. They, there was no way you could have that kind of expectation for it. But every single legend in this thing got a great reaction and got to look really good. Um, Sasha and Becky starting. Look, to me, it seems kind of obvious that they trusted those two a lot to take a lot of the moves from the legends, and they were more than happy to do it because they understood the gravitas of the situation as well. So props to everybody involved with this. Molly Holly, fantastic. My goodness. I, that's somersault that off the top. Flip. Oh, man. She went Holy all out. Macro. That, that, that screams a woman who was excited to be there and also knew this is the last moment she's going to get. She is the most underrated performer, I think, in terms of the f- women that, that WWE ever had. She and she was in an era where they didn't appreciate her, I mean, and they made fat jokes about yeah, her. This this woman, Molly, did not have to do that. The crowd was just no. happy to see her. She was in a Royal Rumble match. She didn't have to go all that out, and she went out like crazy. This was important not just to the women currently in WWE, but all the ones who just were, were before the times. They were 10 years too early. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the 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 moment between Mickey and, and Trish was great. Lita doing the moonsault on the Sasha and Becky wasn't as crisp as it should have been, but they were more than happy to take it because she's a legend. Great. Y'all can nitpick Michelle McCool all you want. I thought she was a damn killer watching this thing live. She was great, I thought. Tori she- Wilson looks like she hasn't aged a bit. We'll, we'll go into Michelle McCool because I thought you know what? Heck, bring her back and just have her lead a faction because she is fantastic. She, she had a little bit of the Velveteen Dream disease in this one where she was going way yeah. too quick because she was so excited to be in there. Um, she was tripping over a little bit, which is fine. Whatever. I, she didn't look bad by any means, but she was she was excited to be in there. Um, and she looked great. Tori Wilson. I mean, fantastic. This crowd was loving Tori Wilson. Kelly uh, Kelly almost decapitated herself. Kelly she, Kelly was, was crazy. Very good. She flew all so, the way over the looked, place. Yeah. I liked how they took care of Vicky Guerrero and yep. even just that screeching, which sure. was just live. You can't believe the feedback on that mic, which just killed our ears. Oh God. It was time. bad. Oh, and it's like, Oh, I rewatched it on TV and it didn't sound as bad as it sounded in the arena. Cause we all wanted her to like, and this isn't, she was just hurting us. She was hurting us with her screeching. It was bad. Yeah. Look, and as much as I, would have loved Nikki Cross to be in this or the iconic duo. You know, this was the right call to put these women in there. I, I, I do. I think this was just, it was so great. Now for the current women on the roster, it's obvious to me that they are protecting Mandy Rose because she, they had the her next. get some, 
Yeah. They get, they had her do some vicious, vicious offense on everybody in there when she was in there. They quickly eliminated her kind of without comment and and moved on. It was uh, it was fascinating to me. But, boy, she got some offense in on Lita, some, some yeah. vicious knees if, on, on Lita there. If they move on from Sasha being the top of that division and the consistent performer in that division, Mandy Rose is going to be next. Mandy Rose is I, the next I big thing so. a year from now, two I, years from now. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, or nice. they, they think so. I don't think so. They think so. Uh, so oh, oh, no. I, I would think she could potentially. At, at some point, you have to get away from Sasha Banks always being in the top of that division. You have to. If it's going to be a true women's division and a depth-filled women's division, you can't just keep going back to Asuka and Sasha. No, I agree. You probably need to build Bailey back up because she's actually a good worker. I think... I, but see, I think the danger is, I, I think they brought her up a little too soon, to be honest with you. And that's going to be the problem is now it's kind of the Alexa Bliss thing, but Alexa has stepped up with character. So it makes up for her lack of crispness in the ring um, a bit. Let, let's see what I already went over the NXT stuff, so I don't need to. Go Nia Jax was fantastic in this match. Nia Jax uh, doing all of her spots. She was in it for a long time. Uh, Nia Jax, all things considered, I Oscar wins. It was a fantastic presentation. I thought it was, it, it was, was the a right fun call. Match. It, it, it was the right call, even with Rousey in the building to have someone on the main roster, a full timer win the first yes. women's Royal rumble and great for Trish Stratus too. Trish Stratus was number 30. Um, you know, half mm-hmm. the building was probably expecting Ronda Rousey. It could have been a very interesting moment when the crowd is disappointed for not getting Ronda. Uh, this could have been a Rey Mysterio coming out at number 30 when people expected Daniel Bryan situation. Uh, but the crowd loved Trish Stratus. They were happy to see her because I didn't expect Trish to be in this match. I thought her wrestling days were over, um, but Trish was in this one. Uh, fantastic moments between Trish Stratus and Mickey James, yes. uh, especially for me, because I was at that WrestleMania, WrestleMania 22, where they had that match. Uh, and, uh, and just a moment from what, 13 years ago. I mean, how long ago was that? 2000. Yeah. About 12 years ago, uh, you had Trish Stratus, Mickey James headlining WrestleMania and here they are in the first ever <laughs> women's Royal rumble. So, oh, they did. Did they, was that a main event? Uh, every title match at WrestleMania is a main event. So, all right, whatever. No, but, uh, Carmella getting whacked with the case. Funny moment for me. And right. I thought, I thought her cash in on Tuesday, I thought that whole thing was done. Fantastic. Playing into the the champion has to be on their feet for the match to start and a way to get around that. She's uh she's great. She's the Larry Zabisco of this division. I love her. Yeah. Um, so a lot of cool, a lot of just plain cool coming out of the women's Royal Rumble. Uh Asuka gets the victory. Charlotte and uh, Charlotte and who? Alexa Bliss were at ringside with their titles, watching mm-hmm. this match, scouting, if you will. Uh Asuka gets, gets the win. She's in the ring. Charlotte. She comes in, Asuka uh, faces off with her. Alexa comes in, Asuka faces off with her. We don't know who Asuka's going to choose. And then reputation hits and Ronda Rousey makes a surprise appearance at the end of the show, comes down, awkwardly points at the WrestleMania sign in a couple of different directions. And Ronda Rousey is in. She's in WWE. ESPN broke the report as soon as she showed up on TV that Ronda Rousey was signing a full-time deal with WWE that will begin very soon after her uh, current movie hits. She's been to the Performance Center a couple of times. Ronda Rousey's in. 
We'll see what happens if she's going to be placed in this title picture right away. Uh, if she has some other type of attraction match at WrestleMania. Uh, what do you make of Ronda Rousey debuting at the 2018 Royal Rumble? Kids, we're going to spend a little time on this one because I I have conflicting feelings. I look, I, I don't I'm not going to necessarily get it. It's where to start here. The debut itself had issues because but there's time to fix them. You know, it, I think this needed to be badass storm down to the ring. Judo Gene with the stopwatch type of Ronda rather than smiling, happy. I'm an actress now and I'm a wrestling fan kind of Ronda Rousey. And it's obvious the WWE thought that too, because when they did recaps of this, they only showed her stoically or angry, depending on how you read that face pointing and, and coming out and, and cut out all the smiling, happy stuff. And, it, and, and, and that in part made the segment a little bit more confusing than it was. I have doubts that she's going to be full-time, full-time for very long. I think it's going to be a mania thing. Then she's going to try it for a while. And then she's not going to want to do the road. She's going to want to do movies. She's going to want to do other things, but if she's going to do it, it's going to be a fascinating thing because I, you know, I view this women's division through the social media and opinions and interviews and things like that of the horse women. And it's, and especially Bailey and Sasha who are kind of two sides of the same coin. In my opinion, Charlotte kind of has the luxury of being a flair and being good at something. And that's also Rhonda's thing is once you're good at one thing, you can usually go, you know what it takes to be successful in another, and you can go that way. And I'm very interested to see if she can get the acting part down of this in addition, because I have no doubts about the athleticism other than maybe, you know, choreography, so to speak. You know, Becky is kind of, everything's kind of gravy right now because she quit this industry and she got a chance, and now she's making the most of being on the main roster. But Sasha and Bailey always wanted to do this. And they weren't always, let's put it this way, supported in this industry. And this is where the problem with the framing of the women's revolution using Ronda Rousey comes into play here. Because when you heard about this women's revolution and, you know, when Charlotte was getting the chance with Natty, Sasha and Bailey were on the mid card of NXT. They hadn't really hit yet. They were still trying to find their way. It's kind of always been this way in a men's industry going through the, the, you know, the, the minor league, so to speak. I, I don't look rising tide. Doesn't raise all boats. Celebrities don't make wrestlers better. I mean, big show didn't get a rub from Floyd and, LT didn't get a rub for or Bigelow didn't get a rub from LT working that. But if she's coming in full time, it'll be an interesting test. Now, that said, and all that pre precursor stuff I just mentioned, when when they talked about this women's revolution, what did every woman to a woman say in media interviews? Our dream is to main event WrestleMania as female performers just like the men. No, no necessarily equivocation type of stuff going on. We want to be able to main event pay-per-views and hopefully someday main event WrestleMania. 
if you are bringing Ronda Rousey in to do a mixed tag team with Hunter and Stephanie as a main event of WrestleMania, you're going to have a bit of a problem on this roster, in my opinion. In, in some ways, it'll eventually be cold and, you know, oh, you just don't understand business and I'll get all that. I, I get that. But at the same time, between the Sasha's and the Bailey's of the world, when you tell Bailey she needs to work on something or she's not being pushed or whatever, it's an entertainment business. It's subjective. She kind of internalizes it and says, I need to work on this. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll improve. And then I'll show them that I'm best. Sasha's kind of the opposite. I mean, Sasha's kind of the same side of the coin, but she's going to internalize it. She's going to say, I'll get better so that I can prove that I belong here. But she's also going to say, you're going to have to let me prove it. There's a bit of, hey, what about me type of stuff. And I think there's probably at least one or two other performers on this roster who are going to be like this. And if you give Ronda Rousey coming in as a celebrity, a main event slot, and then put her on the full-time roster with these women, I think there's some issues that could arise there. I'm not saying they're going to, but I think there's caution that has to be cited here. And it's of the WWE's own doing by framing this women's revolution by name dropping Serena Williams and Ronda Rousey at the same time. It's a very odd situation to have. I don't mind having a Rousey Oscar Rousey Charlotte match, but, but that special attraction match with Hunter and Stephanie, especially after doing this mixed match challenge where they're not involved either and giving them a main event slot. I think that's somewhat problematic. What do you think? Did, did you fall asleep while I was talking? No, if they do that, Rousey was there first. Rousey kind had, of. Rousey had this confrontation kind of. with Stephanie and Hunter before the women's revolution on raw. Like okay. yeah, I could, I could see a lot of justifications for it. Here's the thing. I, I watched when I got home yesterday, I watched the women's Royal rumble match again on television for the first time after being there live. I watched it with my wife. All right. She watched the entire thing. My wife was intrigued. She would ask me who are these people when she didn't realize, you know, who a Tori Wilson or a Michelle McCool was. She would ask me about that. She was excited that Becky and Sasha was starting. She was excited when Naomi came out because Naomi is her favorite. She likes Nia Jax. She hates Bailey for the same reasons that I talk about on the show. Nia Jax is a better Bailey than Bailey has been. She is the lovable underdog. Yes, she's bigger than everyone else, but in a lot of ways, and I, I think this is a perspective that I get from other women, a lot of ways being bigger than everyone else is more of a negative when when standard beauty in this world is the smaller you are, the more beautiful you are. Yeah, and I thought about bringing up Nia Jax as well into this because I think, yeah, she has her own issues in in terms of Nia Jax. That, type of, that type of acceptance. I get that. Yes. I get that as well. Nia Jax is, in my view, the most overall solid performer and biggest, biggest potential performer in the WWE women's division. She could be a huge superstar. And Nia also are, had, but Nia also had the advantage of having success in the modeling world before coming to sure. WWE. But that was a while ago, and that was a different yeah. that, that was a different time ago too. In okay. WWE, she has uh, you see on Breaking Ground, you see in these backstage videos that they don't show on television the the sense of humor and the personality Nia Jax has. Right, she's great. She is fantastic. Um, my wife, when this match was over, she was happy for Oscar. She likes Oscar. Okay, she was she was glad this match happened. She she enjoyed it. And then Ronda Rousey came out 
and she knows of Ronda Rousey, but she watches WWE TV every once in a while when I'm, when I'm watching it and she's in the room, she watches it with me. She knows the Sasha Banks. She knows the Naomi. She knows these people because she sees them every week. And then she saw Ronda Rousey come out here. And this is a perspective you're going to see from others. She was not a fan of Ronda Rousey coming in, not being around all the time and getting to point at the WrestleMania sign when no one else but Asuka got to point at the WrestleMania sign. She said, it's not fair. That was her, that was her reasoning. And a lot of people are going to feel like this and it's not, you think so? It's not a, it's not a, a result that you can laugh at. Okay. Cause laugh. I'm finding this, I'm finding this fascinating. She, because she was like me, everything I've heard is, oh, it's going to be great because all the casuals are going to be into it. They're, well, no. they're just going to know her for being a killer and things like that. And it it's will like, get okay, you, wow. it will get you a casual audience, but I think it's going to get you more of a casual male audience than it would a casual female audience. Cause the casual okay. female audience, maybe you'll get those too, but the female audience that is watching WWE right now, that is into this female, the rev, the, uh, women's revolution that is into the characters that they see on TV. I don't think they're going to be fans of Ronda Rousey coming in and getting a big spot on the show when Sasha Banks doesn't, when Bailey doesn't, when when Becky Lynch doesn't, because it's not fair. These people work so hard for three years to get these to get this division on the map, and Ronda Rousey is just going to come in. Now, in that on that note, business wise, as a main event attraction at a WrestleMania, it's the same thing with The Rock coming in and getting the spot over CM Punk. Yes, CM Punk is there week in and week out putting a lot of effort in, but the bigger box office draw is the rock. The bigger box office draw is Ronda Rousey. We're on the same page then basically, because I too, I think it's a short term boon with the potential for some damage long-term. And there's the difference here is the rock was in for a little bit. Yes. On this most recent run, but for the, for the main part, he is a, he is a one and done guy. He comes in for the WrestleMania and he's not around for the other things. And that's great. The rock versus John Cena was fantastic. Ronda Rousey is going to be in here for a while. We don't know exactly how long. We don't know exactly how much she's going to be around. But let's say a year goes by and she's on every pay-per-view. She's on every TV. Maybe she's doing house shows even, right? Maybe she's doing all this. We don't know that yet. If she can't work and she can't talk, she's going to get booed like anybody else. Yeah. And I I believe. After Mania. I believe she's going to be more than okay in the ring after a year or two. We'll see yes. if she's in the here that long, but I, I believe she will have no problem going into the ring and being a solid professional wrestler. I don't think that's going to be a roadblock for her. I think she'll be fine on the mic if she becomes serious Ronda Rousey. Yes, this was this was the Royal Rumble debut. This was her first appearance as a full timer in WWE. She was excited. She was happy. She wasn't acting. This is her. You know, it didn't make TV because I watched for it. You know, the one of the last moments before she heads to the curtain. She's. She's saying, I'm going to love this. She is looking forward to be in this ring. I don't blame her for breaking. If she was supposed to be serious Ronda Rousey out there, I don't blame her for being excited. She was happy. That will fade as she becomes a full timer. As she's out there every week, she will get into whatever character they want her to be, whatever character she wants to be. I'm not worried about that. This has potential to be not only a big deal short term, but Ronda Rousey in the division long-term is also a big deal and she will earn these fans or she can earn the fans uh, love and respect for being a regular full-timer. And look, I, I am open to that. I am very, very open to that. I did not mean to think that this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. I'm just saying that there are potential. 
no, no, they're 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 potential roadblocks. But I I I sort of disagree with you because I think on the first impression she's a character. She's not coming out as Ronda Rousey. She's coming out as Rowdy Ronda Rousey, the character. And I think she should have basically been doing what Shayna Baszler does um, for this. But you know, I understand too. So it's but there's time to fix that. And if she is in it to win it, and it's not just playing, you know, fantasy camp type of thing. I'm I'm more than interested in this. Kind of like the Kurt Angle you know, going from being Olympian to actual wrestler. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in it. I'm, 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 and there are different ways here. Cause it's show business. It's show business and show business is subjective. It's not fair. The most talented people don't always get the big roles. I get that. I, 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 but I, I worry about that first WrestleMania main event, kind of like Shaley did. Of of when it's involving the women's revolution and you have Stephanie and Rhonda in there and what that would do for morale, so to speak. Tell us what you think about Ronda Rousey, this uh this pay-per-view Royal Rumble at Shakedown Ropes on the Twitter feed at Crap Game 13 for Jeff. Uh hit up our iTunes reviews, go to the show post at voicesofwrestling.com, leave your comments on the forums. Get with us. Get with us. Tell us what you think about the Royal Rumble. Tell us what you think about this episode. Shake them ropes. 252. Jeff Hawkins. We went two hours. Let's go daily. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican jerk turkey sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations. Limited time only plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.